name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Wham! Cut sap. First try. Why are you so serious? He's a fast killer. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. I'm freaking pumped. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Good Day for a Movie podcast. I'm Jacob. Joined alongside me, as always, Tate. What's up? And Sage. Fuck. What? What was that? I don't really care. I was third. I don't really care. You were first last time. Hmm? You were first last time, man. Can't be first every anymore. time anymore. Um, how we doing, guys? Doing swell. Good, I love. Good. I'm loving spring more and more when it gets a little warmer. It's like mm, yes. it's snowing here. It's snowing here. Ooh. It is snowing here, but it is spring is creeping up to be one of the best seasons, if not the best season. I'm liking it. I used to pretty much be like, whatever, give me summer. Especially I mean, summer's being, the worst. Especially being down in the heat right now, I'm like, I'm loving spring. Yeah, there's no worse season than summer. Eh, well, mm. <laughs> I love summer. I'm I'm so sick of being cold. I'm so sick of being cold that I give me the sweaty hair matted Jacob any day of the week over. No, no cold. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I no, no. Well, I'm, I, I feel like I used to have a stronger opinion about like love and hate on seasons, but now I just love all seasons. I do too. I, I, I will say, I, I think I dislike winter, but I dislike being cold all the time. Yeah. Even though I enjoyed like winter for the most like, part. I like, yeah. I like my birthday. Those both happen in winter. Yeah. I like the Super Bowl. See, I love all three, fall, winter, spring, and just disdain summer. I cannot stand the heat. It's just the heat, too. Well, well let me like tell if you. If it was just less hot, I would enjoy it. But it's too well, hot. Well, it's not summer. Yeah, exactly. So then summer's <laughs> terrible. Sage, let me tell you, don't move anywhere then. Because Colorado probably has the <laughs> best summers ever. Mm, I would say San Diego for what Sage wants is better. Sage also hates water. Because he's a feline. Yeah. The, the, the problem with San Diego is the location. Or like Canada. That's like Montana. Like Montana is probably or like good. Yeah, northern Montana, pretty... Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Be pretty mm-hmm. good. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. Colorado can get like up to like a 110. It can. It has. It's a dry it's heat for sure. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, yeah. It's not okay. I'm fine with it. I like the heat. It's good. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> It's Anywho. good. I mean, you you just convinced me by just saying it's bad over and over again to also say it's bad, but I meant to say it's good. Um, That's just not how it works. <laughs> well, we uh, we do have some housekeeping to take care of here before we get into Tate's uh, latest movie pick. Um, the Oscar competition that we had, we've got a winner. Um, it should not be that big of a surprise to. Is it um, me? It is not you. Oh. I I don't even know if you put your filled this out. Oh no no no! I I didn't fill it out on our on our thing. I just yeah, and I, I didn't. The... I was gonna go back and keep track, but I it was not. I should have just gone. It was there. Michael Nip. Ooh, how many did he get? He got sixteen. Ooh, out of twenty, whatever two. Why did I see in that spreadsheet that Sage needs to find joy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was Michael's feedback. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I know I kind of play a character on this, but am I really that dismal? <laughs> no, I, I think that's all about the Indiana Jones stuff. Oh, well, fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to find joy. Sage, I agree with that. I think you need to find some more joy in your life. I do. It's right I, next I to me. His name is Wesley. <laughs> um, some of the other feedback, I appreciate that you give the movie title ahead of time so I can try to watch it before the episode. Somebody said, we just need to be better. Um, <laughs> that was me. Oh, that was me. <laughs> that was a funny one. Be better. <laughs> um, keep up the great work. The show is awesome. Don't change a thing. Show is great. Don't change a thing. I am really I enjoy the show and I really like the format and the banter. Some good responses. I like the fine joy one the best and the be better. Yeah, I think Michael and I need to talk. <laughs> So congratulations, Michael. You do not win anything this year. Um, you win glory and honor. 
And you win the and target four. on your back going into next year, Michael. I got you. And no fortune. There's an Indiana Jones reference for you. Um, do we want to talk anything about the Oscars proper? Tate, your takeaways? Um, everything, everywhere, all at once was the big winner. I think it won like 10 Oscars. Like um, won every single thing it was nominated for, which is dumb, but it was good, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm in agreement with that. I, I was happy Brendan Fraser won. I was happy Kehei Kwan won. Jamie Lee Curtis, I did not think deserved to win. We talked about Stephanie it. Stephanie Shaw, yeah. It, <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it sucks that it went that way, but I guess mm-hmm. sometimes they just got to pay their dues to when they think that that's the last time they'll ever get it. Yeah, get those legacy Hollywood people their yeah. awards. Um, yeah, I don't know. No slap. That was disappointing. Yeah. Damn. There were like two political jokes from Kimmel. I didn't even actually watch it. I just watched the, or I just saw the. Um, yeah. I did results. watch a third year in a row. I guess that's just a thing I do now is I watch the Oscars. Um, it's so yeah. long. It's like, five it is hours. so long. <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> well, let's let's get into your pick here, uh, Tate. Talk to us about this movie, Donnie Brasco, baby. I don't actually really know who I got this recommendation from or where I got it from. I just have this kind of list that I'm keeping in my phone whenever people tell me one at any random time. I could be at a bar talking to a random person if they give me an idea. I throw it on my phone, um, so I have no recollection of where this came from. But when I was looking back through the list, I was like, "What the fuck is this one?" And when I saw it, I was like, "Ooh, this is this is gonna be my pick." So I just got excited about it um, after re-seeing it on my list. So totally forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Donnie Brasco from 1997, an FBI undercover agent infiltrates the mob and finds himself identifying more with the mafia life at the expense of his regular one, starring Johnny Depp and Al Pacino, uh, Michael Madsen, Bruno Kirby, Anne Heche in there as well. Um, and a couple of big actors that we'll talk about and playing very bit roles, which caught me off guard. Um, not streaming anywhere. Gonna have to rent this thing. Um, but yeah, any any anything else before we throw it? No. All right. We'll see you on the other side. When I introduce you, I'm gonna say this is a friend of mine. That means you're connected, guy. Now, if I said instead this is a friend of ours, that would mean you were made, guy. A capiche? When Lefty brought Donnie into his world. Who's this guy? This Donnie, a friend of mine. He took a risk on a kid he hardly knew. I'm gonna have to school you, my friend. School me in what? This guy never carries his money in a wallet. Always in a roll. Bina on the outside. He gave him his trust. You gotta get rid of that mustache. And get yourself a pair of pants. Stress, just like me. He loved him like a son. Nobody can touch you because I represent you. Keep your nose clean, follow the rules, be a good owner, and maybe one day when they open the books, you become a wise guy. I'd die with you, Donnie. But he never knew the truth. There's a war going on in that Mafia family, and that is where Joe is undercover. Donnie! Come here! I want to know where my husband is. We don't know. You're going to freeze up? No. A lot of guys freeze up. He said it was going to be three months. It's going on three years. Who he's with and who he's close to, they're all the top dogs now. He's right in the line of fire. There was a rat in Florida, Donnie. You know what to do when you find that rat, right, Left? Could be I found him already. In our thing, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's your best friend that does it. We have got to pull him out. You think I'm a rat? How many times I have you into my own house? If you're a rat, then I'm the biggest mutt in the history of the Mafia. If I come out, Lefty dies. They're gonna kill him because he vouched for me, because he stood up for me. That's the same thing as if I put a bullet in his head myself. Do you understand? Who am I? I'm a spoke on a wheel, and so are you. Hey, Don. Yeah. Let's take a walk. I'm your best friend. Forget about it. You're total fugazi. <laughs> That's a, literally the only thing no, that I would have opened with. No, forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Fugazi. It's all fugazi. No, 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 no. See, it's That's forget, the wrong about, forget it. about it. Yeah, you got to say it's it like... It's fugazi. They also said fugazi. You're fugazi for not knowing that they said fugazi. It's the first note I wrote down in my notes. You're yeah, fugazi. You're forget using forget the wrong about forget it. about it. It's... Yeah. It's the wrong forget you about remember it. Remember what he said? He was like, oh, if you're doing it this way and you say it this way, you guys say, like, forget about it. I was meaning <laughs> it the other way. Oh, you're meaning, like, forget about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. Like, now. hey, we're back. 
Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. Hey. Too, too emphatic. I think you got to <laughs> no, be a little more cash. signifying that we're back. Hmm. Anywho, it forget about it. All um, right. I liked this movie. I, it's it's not like my favorite movie of all time by any means, but it was a it was your pretty base level mafia mob movie, and uh, Al Pacino rocks. Johnny Depp was awesome, and yeah, yeah. I was Tate, pretty, your, or Sage, your initial reactions. I was pretty surprised that I'd never even heard of this movie, um, particularly with how stacked the cast. It's another one of those that we've done where shockingly stacked cast shockingly under talked about i don't know if that's the way to put it um and quite frankly an extremely cool based on true story i don't know how accurate it is to the true story i'm sure tate was reading up on those details but like not hearing about the story is pretty surprising as well so the fundamentals were all there i mean i don't think it's one of the greatest of all time but it's certainly like a solid solid movie yeah tate what'd you think it was fucking awesome I loved it. Um, I think one. So we'll get into all of this too. Sage nailed on one thing. I really like that it. Uh, they don't really tell you that it was based on a true story until the very end. Um, and then, I mean, didn't they? They. I don't think they. Mentioned I think there it. was some text at the beginning that signified that. Oh really? I think so. Oh, I, I can't remember for sure, but the I intro think so. with the. Yeah. With the credits and everything. Maybe if they. Okay. Well, then I'm glad I didn't see it if they did at the beginning because, um, I totally thought it was just going to be a fictional story. But, um, so I really like that. I didn't know until the very end. Um, I think that put a lot of cool things into perspective. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it, the more I read up on it too afterwards, I think the more respect I have for the movie, um, being a mafia film. Um, but yeah, I, and other than that, like everything about it, I liked, I don't think there's a single thing that I really, um, stuck out or disliked about it. So let's jump into it. Yeah, I, to address that whole like kind of un, this movie being semi unknown, I I knew about it, I'd heard about it, but it it is definitely one of those movies that almost lost the sands of time because there's other movies that are better than it, whether it be um, the Two Godfathers or Scarface is certainly more iconic. Um, even The Sopranos, this coming out in '97, I'm pretty sure The Sopranos started in like '99, so that probably um helped to especially a, a more modern look on um well the if we're talking stuff. like yeah if we're talking like mafia when was departed departed was around 2000 wasn't it uh it I'm, was like 2004 i think i'm looking it up right now because i'm looking up um like best uh best 2006 was the departed. movies yeah oh, wow departed was, this is kind of like in the middle of it all it looks mm-hmm. like um, like this list says that some of the best mobster movies were anywhere between, I mean, starting with Godfather in 72, but anywhere, a lot of those other ones came up in the eighties, early nineties. Yeah. And then Donnie Brasco is kind of right in the middle of this. I think Scarface was like 81. Yeah. And then there's this movie Casino 95 yep. is like right before. Yeah. Goodfellas is 90. So yep. it's like, it kind of, I mean, and their departed was after it. So there were some other movies that maybe got more attention even after this movie, but it was right in the thick of it. It sounds like, mm-hmm. which I, I read up that that was a worry of them. So they, um, this this movie is obviously based on the guy's story, but it's based on a book that uh, Pistoni actually wrote. So he he wrote an autobiography about his life in the FBI and this undercover thing, and that's what the movie was based on is his book of his words, um, which I think that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. he also I also read that he was a consultant on the movie, so he well at least in helping develop the characters like helping Pacino and helping Johnny Depp kind of get into like a certain type of character or like I don't know I assume just mindset and lingo and attitude kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. where are we going with all that um oh just kind of being forgotten a little bit I think we kind of covered and uh, more unknown of these mafia movies yeah I don't know what my point was I forget (laughs) (laughs) that I don't that's not new (laughs) I got into the I got into the Wikipedia stuff that I was reading and now I'm like damn it what was I trying to say your trains of thought get lost in the sand it came out at the tail end of some of that big stuff and they were oh were you talking about um their worry about when they were releasing this and that's what I was talking about okay because I one (laughs) thank you so much because one of the pieces that I read was said that they had the idea and they um had the rights to make the film in like 90 but all these other movies Goodfellas and all these other movies were coming out so they were like fuck we have to wait 
And so they tried to kind of wait. Forget about it. Yeah, they said, forget about it. We'll come back to it. Um, so then, and they also wanted Pacino. Um, and so they wanted to let that kind of breathe for a little bit mm-hmm. before doing it again. So this, what, this movie was affected a lot by the heat of the mob 90s. Did you hear that voice crack? From you or me? From me. I said, mm-hmm, but I went, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm going to have to listen to that one back. <laughs> I think it was pretty quiet, but it scared me. <laughs> but yes, that was my point, was that they they realized that they were in the heat of all this and tried to maneuver around it, but still kind of got lost. Well, uh, quick history point. Was there an actual lion? <laughs> That's such <laughs> a good question. Lion Donnie Brasco, real forget about it. That's my Google. <laughs> yes, he did. In reality, the lion was still somewhat of a cub, and it could handle, <coughs> <laughs> and it could be handled more easily than the adult lion depicted in the film. Uh, Donnie Brasco and Lefty fed the lion twenty to thirty steaks a day, and Lefty could at times be seen walking the lion up and down the street. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's sick. That's so sick. God, dude, this guy had probably a cool life. I mean, other than the whole trauma from it, but. I mean, yeah, but like, yeah, not cool, yeah. but cool. But pretty fucking Like a cool pretty life. stiff 50 50. Yeah. Cool and not cool. <laughs> it's kind of like the legal way to just live the mobster life. <laughs> <laughs> he's like cosplaying him as a mobster. Yeah. That is like, a weird He's like, thought. this it is, is my like dream. a free pass to being a mafia yeah. member. It's like, <laughs> For like 20 years. I mean, you're just like, hey, I'm working yeah. on it. Forget about it. It was three years, but. <laughs> yeah. No. He was. Well, he was so like, well, I guess the, the story is, is that I think in his real life, he spent even a couple of years building up his reputation before yeah. uh, in the movie Pacino, uh, like addresses him and it's three years after that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's like two or I don't know how many years, but there's several years beforehand. It sounds like of him preparation and getting his name out there to the point where Al Pacino was willing to vouch for him. Mm. So, yes, like I even read that um, they when they set up his whole cover of being a small time jewel thief. Um, they like, he took a bunch of geology classes to try and actually like learn his shit. So he could, if he ever needed to. Um, mm-hmm. so there's like, there was a lot of backstory that went into his actual undercover role, like role, but yeah, it is the legal way to do it. <laughs> That's what I want to do with my life. I'm going to be like, I'm going to join the FBI just so I can purely <laughs> be a gangster for 20 years. Yeah. The mm-hmm. scene with the, uh, lion though, in the car, when, he was just feeding it burgers through the window. <laughs> I thought that was the most ridiculous scene. <laughs> At first, I, I couldn't figure out what, like, when the scene first started, I was like, do they just, like, go to a deli and get a bunch of meat? And then they started taking the sandwiches apart, and I was like, oh, those are burgers. How, how about that? Yeah, it was just funny because, like, he, that's where he thought he was going to, that's when he got sent for initially, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. And he thought he was going to get whacked. Yeah. And then and th- they just give him the... <laughs> the line and then the next scene is they're just talking about it and feeding it through the window and his reaction is, i think i shit my pants yeah. <laughs> and he's just holding his hands on his ass the rest of the time he's in that scene Pacino was so fucking good in this i so that's probably a good segue for my biggest comment from this movie Pacino has officially solidified himself in my top five mm. he's wow. insane like after this movie it was he was definitely like Wow, I should probably have him in my top five. He's officially in my top five, no, no doubt. This is a cool movie for that to lock that, or for him to lock that in for you, because I think it's just the consistency. Yeah, but like, he was really fucking good in this movie. Yeah, I mean, this is up his alley too, like yeah. the kind of Italian mobster. But like, we've seen movies where he does different things, and he, it, I think it's just he can. It's like Leo; he consistently puts out an insane performance. Like, that's just top five material so he he was fantastic and i was shocked at first when i saw johnny depp i was like holy shit that's johnny depp and i was like no that's not johnny depp and i went through this internal battle because i never looked up the cast and i was like not paying attention during the intro credits and so i couldn't tell if it was or johnny at the cash, end of the last podcast or, uh, johnny cash johnny depp johnny cash. i couldn't tell if it was johnny depp or some other jabroni that looked like johnny depp and then in the ending credits it was it said johnny depp and i was like whoa so that literally the whole also very annoyed that Tate's like minimum movie pick these days is like two hours and 15 minutes. Kind of done. Hey, with that. hey, forget about it. It was like <laughs> two hours and seven minutes. No, it was like two hours and 20 minutes. You're fugazi. But anyways, 
at the ending credits, I was like, wow, that was Johnny Depp the whole time. And I was just battling it. The that's entire crazy. Time. Cause that's like one of the facts that I knew going into this, but I am not even going to roast you on it. Cause I have a lot of those moments. Hello, I'm Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Johnny Depp. I mean, acting in general, obviously was really awesome, but bum, Johnny bum, Depp bum, also bum, killed it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what? I shot a man in New York. Just to watch him die. Hmm. I, uh, Usually it's Reno, but they didn't go to Reno. One of my one of my favorite scenes early on um, for Johnny Depp was when they like asked him to shave his mustache, and then like the next like his also his police boss was like, oh, and by the way, you're gonna have to shave the mustache. He's like, no way. He just told me that too. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like a funny little. I this I think what I so one of the thing I like about this movie that it just made, remind me of is that I like that it's not the same as every other mobster movie. Like it's kind of takes the place of this lower level or lower branch, lower tier of the entire organization. And it shows somebody Al Pacino, like trying to make it, trying to be like a made man. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he's not the top dog. Like every other mobster movie, like one of like the top dog is a focal point character. Um, but this one, not really like you're like two rungs down. You kind of find out. Um, and it's like in the in the really low level of this entire uh, mobsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I I kind of like the I guess not kind of like my my favorite thing about this movie is one we see like the I don't want to say innocence but the Donnie Brasco character it, it's kind of him losing his innocence a little bit and falling into this and losing his morals and. It's lefty and his kind of journey, his whole thing is like, he's super insecure. And that's something you don't really see in mafia movies. He definitely had a very vulnerable side. Like even like it didn't matter what it was like he would say something. And at first you think it's kind of played for laughs and kind of why it's in there. And he's like, kind of just messing around. He'd like say something that like, maybe he's like a little afraid to say. And then Donnie Brasco would bring it up like five minutes later and be like, no, what are you doing? You can't be saying that. What are you doing here? <laughs> and like, you really see that in the last scene when he's like, he called him a, he was, he's like, you're the snitch. Like that was a federal boat, blah, blah, blah. And then when they're walking on the pier, he's like, forget about it. I, I, I don't even like, I'm so sorry. Like, just like, don't even bring that up. What are you talking about? Why would you bring that up out of the blue? Like you could just kind of see that insecurity from the character. Well, that's what I liked is because he was somebody that was trying to make it and just didn't quite have the right personality or characteristics to be the made man and be like the top dog. Um, And that's why, and it's like hard for him to watch Sonny Black make his way up because Sonny Black is that guy. Like he is that douchey mobster guy. Um, But yeah, like uh, he he was, and I think that's a cool um, part of the movie. And apparently they talked about it in the book too, or is a big part of the book is that he, like as Donnie Brasco the, the guy Pistoni got deeper and deeper into this. He kind of was realizing what the outcome was going to turn into for a lot of these people, mm-hmm. but he still had to like do his job. And, and, but he, the only, it said that like one of the ones that was the hardest for him was lefty because lefty was mm-hmm. actually becoming like a good friend of his. And you could totally see that in lefty. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a very, as far as like gangsters go, he was a good, it seemed like he tried to be like a good dad. Like, a, I don't know. He's a decent like husband where he's just like, yeah, my mm-hmm. wife, she's good. I like her. <laughs> I don't know. He he just seemed like a a nice nice guy <laughs> that wanted to yeah, be a gangster sure. and, and it, didn't it, quite fit. They do that a lot where that's trope isn't the comes off as too harsh of a word, but that's often like one of the big tropes in these mafia movies is you have these mafia guys that are doing like horrific things and like lots of murder and and murdering and like yeah but they paint them in a way where they're like morally stand-up men Mm -hmm. and amicable they do have a code and like there so there's it makes it tough because you're like well these guys are like total dirtbags and like tony soprano like not a good dude uh lefty not really a good dude like he's He's got his head on straight for some things, but other things it's like, well, like, and like, it just makes you wonder, like, how do these people like get into this? Like, is it just that, like, 
so many of these guys are like just in so deep and they're like, I, I literally have no other choice. If I try to leave this, I will be killed. And that's the only way that you can ever get out of this life. Mm-hmm. And like it, it's uh, the other kind of thing with that is it, it's almost like they are trying to make up for their bad ways by having trying to put such an emphasis on like not only their family, like their mafia family, but their own family as well. And like trying to do right by them and whatnot. And so it's, it's so often it's like, there's this full, like guilty. I'm going to try to be like a really good dad and try to do like all of these different things. And it doesn't work out well because they're all, they're murdering people when they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then their sons get addicted to crack. Um, <laughs> uh- I yeah I think the I mean I liked the contrast between Sonny Black and Lefty because it was like mm-hmm. neither of them were good but like mm-hmm. Sonny had that uh, little lack of care a little bit more for like just mm-hmm. other human like other people it, like when he just it, like was beating the shit out of that one guy just cause and then like he pulled the gun out. And like shot him when everyone was trying to like stop him and make him walk mm-hmm. away. It's like he just had that extra little thing that he couldn't control. Lack of self control, yeah. Um, and that just and made like, him like snap, but that I, made I him think, a better person to follow in that world. Yeah, there, there's another aspect of that too, which I think you're you're onto here, Tate. Is that um, what's his face? What's his Donny Black? Is not Sunny Black? Sunny Black, Sunny Black, Sunny Black, um, and Sunny Red. That was another funny yes. like. Yeah. Is that what you're gonna um, say? They are, they're, they're further in, they're deeper in their, their humanity is more lost because they're out there, this higher position. He's got a, while all these guys are maybe kicking up 10 K a week or a month, this guy has, has to kick up 50 K a month. So he has to be more ruthless. And like his role in this family leads him to makes him push morals more out of his life than the other people have to. Yep, and it, it's a it's a fucking dog eat dog world mm-hmm. where like I mean you hear that and that's why Sonny Black got moved up is because they had an inside job on killing their boss, um, mm-hmm. and then everybody has to move up a little bit. Sonny Red is the one that ratted on them in Florida. Yes, and well, and was then, trying to get them. On. I was gonna say even before, oh. like when Sonny Black oh, for, got yeah. moved up, when uh, Lefty thought he was gonna be the next in line. Yep. Um, like I think that was an inside inside job is what they're talking about. Yep, yep, and then right. Sunny Black to Sunny Red was another inside job where he just kind of was like, "Fuck this!" Like he, he's pushing me around. He's like acting like he's higher up than me. The he's, friends making fun of him for dressing like shit. Yep, and so he was like, "Nope, fuck this! I'm the top dog kind of mentality," um, which is just ruthless. They, these guys are fucking. I don't know. They is crazy, and I can't imagine. I I think that was the most disturbing scene, is when they went in and just like murked everybody. And then they just had to get rid of the bodies. And mm-hmm. I was like, and they just murdered one of their other guys because yeah, they thought he was a I snitch. I couldn't watch it. Like that, yeah, I didn't watch the scenes where they were like sawing through his leg and shit like that. I was just really? like, I cannot. Yeah, I like. God, I'm just, I'm fully desensitized to that stuff. Oh, I, I pretty much, I think anything. But like, uh, whatever that movie was, 24-7. Um, oh, the Franco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 127, no, 127 uh, hours. Yeah. That movie, uh, I think. I haven't seen hours, that, so. but it is the one where now every time no, I think don't. about that, it was kind so of fucked. Shit. Violence and gore does yeah. not bother me. Oh, that cutting. No, that, that was that, next level violence and gore. Even, oh, don't shut up. Forget shut up, about shut up. it. Forget I shut about up. it. Forget <laughs> about it. Oh, yeah. I had to look away during that. That was disturbing. Oh, and that's where, like, I'm sure since this is based on his book and the book was based on his life, I bet a lot of this in this movie, like what you said earlier, Sage, I bet a lot of it is real. Like, at least the mob shit. Things that he mm-hmm. dealt with and saw. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure he like, cut up it's a body probably, like that. It probably dips its toes into the reality more than most of the mafia movies we see. Which yeah. Is, which is really cool. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and it did Before feel the most... Whiskey. It did feel the most authentic, I feel like. I don't know. I've, there's still several that I need to see. And a lot of them are really good, but it felt very authentic in the way that maybe it is the 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 role and the situation that you're in you're not the godfather for at, sure and like with a top. lot of these movies like i'm pretty sure with goodfellas um that movie is based on a whistleblower that was actually in the mafia and he wrote a book and that's what goodfellas is based on 
Mm. And so, like, I think a lot of these mafia stories are like are based written, on real experiences, real experiences. And so, like, I and a lot of it, like, they have to change like certain things and be like, you can't even like refer to this because if you do, they're gonna know that you're talking about me, and I'm probably gonna get killed. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, that's where like I mean, you get you were you felt bad for like the wife when she just wanted to be a part of his life and more. And like, you can understand that she wants to, but when he was just like, I'm doing it for your protection. It's like, that's probably the honest truth. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. You'd want to like, I'd want to know shit too, but at the end of the day, I think I'm better off not knowing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how much that like, uh, that's the other part that I liked about this movie is it really did like fuck up his home life. Like, I think I like oh, the, for sure. Like Heat did that in a good way, where um, Al Pacino's character, his home life was a wreck, just because mm-hmm. he was involved in this kind of shit. Um, and like, I think that's another probably brutally honest <laughs> truth of the of that. Like, if you're an undercover agent ever, or if you're even probably in the FBI, it's probably tough. But um, yeah, that sucked that he pretty much lost his entire family because of his job. He did get them back in the end, though. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think anything was the same. Like, in the beginning oh, of the movie, sure. they seemed like they were at least kind of, like, on good terms, and he was, like, having breakfast with his kids still. And um, But then it just, by the end of the movie, it just didn't feel, I don't know, didn't feel the same. Yeah, he was he was definitely um, lights on, nobody's home. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little upset with the wife. I was like, he's fucking his life over, and, like, your reaction to him coming home is making his life like 10 times worse. Like obviously the most important thing into his life is his wife and his family. And he's literally putting him, him and your lives as they said in the end of the movie, like they had to hide completely from eyesight to be like, he was totally sticking his neck out for everyone. And he comes home and his wife is like, you don't care about me, blah, blah, blah. And of course that could have been dramatized, but some extent I was, and when they were in therapy, and like the doctor was like, why are you leaving for three months at a time? He's like, I'm a fucking undercover cop. And he was like, oh, OK, well, that's yeah. Like yeah, in, with the FBI in the mafia is like, all right, for sure. And, like I, one of those therapist moments, like he has a point. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I do think I, I sympathize with Maggie a little bit um, and Hesh's character and Hesh, Hesh. I don't know which which one it is, um, because I the way I took it is that she knew that he was undercover for something, but he, she didn't even know what it was for and like where he was most of the time. And like that, like, obviously that would be very tough. And to have to raise three girls by yourself, that would suck. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit that for sure. I'm just like, there's there's fundamental elements to it where it's like, you kind of know what you signed up for by marrying an FBI cop who's going undercover. Like that's, I mean, that's the whole thing though, that we don't really know that much. The backstory, like they could have gotten married before that. He fully went down this. Cause it said, so I read this. It said that he volunteered for this job, like within the FBI, they were looking for somebody to volunteer for it. And he's the one that like stood up and raised his hand and wanted to do it. So it's kind of like, maybe she didn't even want this and she didn't, wasn't even on in on like, and that's so good point. Yeah. No, so that's a good point. maybe she, and I think regardless, she has in her full right to be pissed at him for everything. Even, I think it's just a shitty, it would just be a shitty situation to be that for close sure. to for everyone. And so, but yeah, I mean, it's like pretty tough. <laughs> he was just like, what do you mm-hmm. want me to do? It's really, is just like, there's nothing you can do. And like, he's, mm-hmm. he's in almost so deep, that he's the kind of guy that like his only exit is murder almost at that point, even though it wasn't, it was yeah. probably feeling that way. His murder. Yes. Not, not him killing somebody. No, yeah. his, him getting murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fucking brutal role. I don't know why you'd ever volunteer for that. I mean, somebody's got to, I guess, but I don't think I would be the one to volunteer. No, unless I didn't have a single ounce of family or care for the world. <laughs> Yeah, but I already got all that, so I don't. Yeah, like if I had no family, I'd be like, and I was I'll do it. like law enforcement inclined. I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, but, put me in. Coach. Well, that was like Leo in Departed, wasn't it? He was just some like orphan single jabroni. Yeah, I think they like picked him early off the street. Yeah, because like, like when he yeah, was in I, school, they were like, this kid doesn't have a family. Let's make him do. Let's groom him for this. Yeah. I'm very happy a rat did not crawl across the screen at the end of this movie like they, like it did in The Departed. That was dumb. <laughs> The uh, the other part, so like, I mean, going more off of his true story, like, I mean, 
he didn't die, and it resulted in a lot of arrests. Um, but I thought that the craziest part was the fact that they're like he's they're still him and his wife are still living under a pseudo name in witness protection. Yeah, yeah, that like and there's still a five hundred thousand dollar bounty out on him. Not worth it. Don't volunteer for that. You got to live your entire life. Oh God, dude, that would be yeah. And like you can't even say, say that to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a big price on your head. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So that's like the even though he was kind of like oh, I'll volunteer for this and do my job, that completely changes your, the rest of your entire life. Mm-hmm. And you're so I'd, I'd be just curious if he like still came out and like talked to anybody, like even under a I don't know behind a curtain. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I have so many questions. Usually always about true story or based on true events kind of things. But. There was an article from 2021, still in seclusion, FBI agent who was real Donnie Brasco glad he took down Mafia 40 years ago. We proved that they weren't invisible, invincible, former FBI agent Joe Pistone, who spent six years undercover as Donnie Brasco, told UPI from a secret location. From a secret location. See, that? <laughs> maybe it is kind of badass. Damn, I go back and forth between how cool this life is and how fucked up it is. <laughs> I just like to be able to tell anybody, like, I uh, can't talk to you. Um, you know, I'm, I, I can't see you. I'm coming from this secret location. I'll come find you, if anything. <laughs> you never have to explain it. Everyone, like, just gets it. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm not coming to your family function. I, uh, yeah, I'm in my secret bunker right now. I can't. And I it's, can't tell you why. Say, exactly. Hey, he's he's not so... living in a secret bunker. No, I know, but I like he's probably living in like Boise, Boise, people. Idaho. I know, yeah. in, a, in a cul-de-sac. I'd tell. Yes. I, I would. Ju- I just love the idea that I could tell anybody anything. I'd just be like, "Yeah, I live in a penthouse in New York." And they're gonna be like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "Maybe I don't." <laughs> <laughs> just can be so okay. It's kind of baller. All right, I'm back on baller side. Dude, and you're cool. <laughs> what if you, one of what if one we, of us is undercover right now? You guys, yeah, forget and about this it. This is part of hey, our cover. Hey, forget about it. Again. Okay, well, neither of you can say it right, so definitely not either. Hey. Of you. But I'm a bad liar, so zero percent chance it's me. What if it's not for mafia-related stuff, though? Oh, then it could definitely be me. Okay, so one of my other notes here, real quick. Um, his kids. Did you guys catch their names? No. no. <laughs> it was so funny. It was Terry, Carrie, and Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was very funny. Like I think he was just like. Where Terry and Carrie or whatever. That was my, that was, fuck, that was my uh, Matt Damon or my uh, Mark Wahlberg coming out. He's like, where's Terry and Carrie? And she that was, was just the like, same exact accent. And she was like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, well, then where's Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's a different daughter? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. um, we, we do need to talk about Paul Giamatti and Tim Blake Nelson being in this movie. They were the FBI, FBI technicians. Yeah, it, yes. So we're going to say actors' names that I know. Yes. Paul Giamatti played John Adams okay. in the Adams HBO series. Goofy, funny, and, goofy looking guy. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson was in um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh. He was Delmar. You know him. That you, might be you where know, I you recognize know his face. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. That was funny. And I, uh, I did like the those FBI scenes where it kind of really showed just how different he was from everybody else that he, mm-hmm. like at that point where he, when they had the conversation, they're like, so what does forget about it mean? Hey, can I ask you something? Well, what's forget about it? What is that? Forget about it. It's like, uh, if you agree with someone, you know, like Raquel Welch is one great piece of ass, forget about it. But then, if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it, you know? But then it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingiro's peppers, forget about it, you know? <laughs> but it's also like saying go to hell, too. Like, you know, like, uh, hey, Bully, you got a one-inch pecker, and Bully says, forget about it. Forget about it. Bully, forget about it. <laughs> Sometimes it just means uh, forget about it. All right. Thank you very much. I got it. Let me tell you something. I don't get this bow for lefty. What? Forget about it? Fucking forget about it. They were just like, wow. Like, I don't know. It just <laughs> totally showed mm-hmm. how different their worlds were at that point. 
that was that was a cool scene. Yeah, it was a good scene. And I, I was a little bit confused during that scene too, because one, I was thrown off. Paul Giamatti had just showed up, and I was like, "What? How? That's crazy that he's just this bit role in this movie." Tim Blake Nelson was there, and then when he was like laying on the couch, they didn't really give a good shot of his face until he started talking about the like forget about it stuff, and I was like, "What's happening? Who who is this character with the beer pressed against his face? Just show me his face." And I was like, "Oh." It's him. Okay, now I'm now I'm with you. And that was only like a sixty seconds where I was confused, but I was thoroughly confused. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, that was maybe one of my favorite scenes near the end. Um, but I, I the other scene that I really liked too is when he was with the other FBI. Not the, the maybe it was the main FBI guy that was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, we're gonna need you to loop in this guy from Florida um, because we need to cover our ass down there or something like that." And he was just like, I'm not just going to vouch for this guy. And I love how, how he understood the mob life so well mm-hmm. that he was just like almost laughed at this boss's boss and just scoffed at him and walked away. Where he was just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and a pretty good move and or pretty good instincts, I should say. Oh, because yeah. Because Richie Gatso was a totally bumbling idiot. He Total sucked. doofus. Wow, he was bad at yeah. his job. And that would, dude, you would be so, you'd be shit in your pants, literally. If mm-hmm. you were, had to vouch, if you were in this life and you had to vouch for this guy just because your other Shows boss Shows up half you, an hour late looking like a total doofus driving a dork car. Yeah, and just totally fucking up everything. And like, that's probably the first time they met, right? So, like, yeah. he's late, and then when he's late, like, he's just hoping that this is the actual guy it could just be like a guy being like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. There's the two guys in the parking lot. I'm going to pull up and ask for directions. Yeah, it was and like there's there had to have been certain things, um, obviously, about that where it's like he knew who he was. Yeah, because um, when we showed him a picture when he was sitting there and he's like, is this your guy? As he was like driving around the corner and um, Donnie Brasco and was like, yep, that's him. Like that would be I would if I didn't know if that was him or not, I would be waiting until the very last second to say <laughs> yeah. anything. And like. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it would be my heart would be pounding during like so many of these scenes where you're if, if you're caught yeah. in your lie, like the boot scene. The boot scene. I was gonna say that was the most heart pounding one. Well, and like you knew that when he didn't want to take off his boot, that's why. Yeah, yep, that's where the wire is. Well, yeah. I I just knew it was some secret. Like you could mm-hmm. just tell it was something, and I didn't know that that's where his his wire was. But you could. They just showed tell. earlier in the movie. He yeah. slipped on oh. his boot. Like 15, uh, I, 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. I did not I did not pick up on it earlier. Yeah, I, just, I didn't pick up on it earlier. I've seen a fair amount of mafias. When somebody doesn't want to do something, it yeah. And you know a, that they're a And especially when they play out the scene like, just take off your boot, Donnie. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's 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 the matter? And he's and like, he's like uh, I was orphaned because my pa was killed in Okinawa. Yeah, he made a really good on the fly yeah. uh reason. He <laughs> did. Yeah, and because like then you're kind of like, oh yeah, I mean if if your if your papa was killed by someone from Japan during this war, then it'd be like, and especially yeah, they're mafia, the audience, they're like you're yeah, one yeah. of the family, yeah, and they're like don't Looks fuck like with family, people. yeah. So that was like I like that <laughs> kind of like... little detail. I wonder how true that story is. Little bit of a risk there as well though, because there's a chance that like their family members were fighting with the Japanese people. Because Italy was that third country in the Axis. Yeah, but at <laughs> yeah. that point, they're firmly American. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. A lot of them came over after World War II, but yes. It, it was a yeah. safe bet. They're, I, they're... Well, but that's where it is. Like, anything you say is... Yeah. You have to be real careful in that, <laughs> yeah. in that 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, the he's other like, one at... If it was a German dude, he's, he probably wouldn't have said the you, same you, thing. Sage's... Yeah. Sage's yeah, robot Sage's mode. internet. Okay. Yeah. You're back, I think. Move your head, Sage. Okay. The other heart pounding one. Yeah, you're there good. You're good. <laughs> the other heart pounding, the other big heart pounding one was when he recognized the DA. Oh, my uh, God. At the airport. Oh, my God. Oh, I would have murdered And he him. played that off so well. He was like, he grabbed my cock. <laughs> he like <laughs> headbutts him and kicks him to the ground and says, he grabbed my cock, this fucker. And then like backs off. And the other fuck, secret agent dives on the cock. team. What the like, fuck am I supposed to do? We're, in, we're undercover, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. What though, a, I would what a murder that. Oh. I was not seeing that. I would murder that guy. I would be like, you yeah. fucking idiot. You know I'm undercover as my role. Like, as yeah, sure, I see on the street, but don't just come up. To, oh my God. I would lose my shit at that if I was in that deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and somebody else was fucking up like that. Because it's one yeah. thing if you Such fuck a, up. But what a fun, like what a funny way to play it off. Like this, <laughs> this guy fucking grabbed my cock. Grab my cock. Like just cock grab him. <laughs> and, and, and if you're a mafia guy, he's like, hey, don't grab him. Yeah, don't grab like, him. He's don't like, grab hey, him, man. Forget about hey, it. Forget about it. The cops are here. Go. Well, it was funny. I actually, so oh, I had this in my notes earlier, but I, I think I had to turn on subtitles 10 minutes into this movie because I couldn't understand a word that Al Pacino was saying. <laughs> and I, I wasn't sure if I was hearing forget about it as much as I was. And then when I turned on subtitles, I was like, no, I was hearing it as much as I thought I was. He just mm-hmm. says it every other line. So funny. Did you guys use subtitles or not? No. I actually... I had to turn them on. I just really wanted to know everything they're saying, especially with the diamond stuff. Like I couldn't under, I think that's the scene. So it was really early that I couldn't, I just had to, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to know what they're saying. And I am so confused. It's the way they talk. What do you mean? It's Fugazi, you know, like fake. I know what Fugazi means. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can't remember actually if I watched those subtitles or not. Usually I do, but I've kind of been reverting back to no subtitles. Yeah. Unless I need them. Yeah, I tried with the no, but I really wanted to. It was kind of like the same as, uh, what's your um, Irish movie that you picked, like this first movie we ever did? Um, second movie. Sage picked it. Yeah, um, The Guard. Brendan. Yeah. Yeah, The Guard, yep. I, yep, I had yep, to turn yep, subtitles yep. on for that just because I purely couldn't understand his thick yeah, Irish accent. They weren't so. speaking English. Even though they were speaking English, they were not speaking English. That's kind of how I felt with this movie. Yeah. Very fair. Hmm. Got uh, anything else? I mean, I'm trying to think about if there's anything else that I wanted to talk about. I think that covers pretty much all my notes. Because um, my notes. Oh, the Fugazi, the the, the cops it. that busted up the nightclub, being like just super southern, was kind of funny. Yeah. Just like two you, completely different cultures, cl- like clashing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That so that was like a that was an interesting scene. You cause, Guido fuck. Because they they were clearly not in on the everything undercover that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the scene that snuffed out that there was a rat. Cause like, that's when they're all in the jail cell and Al Pacino's just like, Hey, you know what this means? He's like, it means there's a rat somewhere in here. Um, which it's funny. Cause like there was a rat, but mm-hmm. the rat like is not the main reason why this happened. <laughs> like they just mm-hmm. got busted for mm-hmm. doing all their crazy shit and him. not. Well, no, 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 they didn't. They, there, the rat was, um, sunny red. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, but so it wasn't it. because yeah. of the rat. It, I guess he wasn't technically a rat. He, he was, was just like trying to. Blower. He was just trying to bust yeah. the other guy's chops. Yeah. yeah, because they didn't like get permission from him to go make money down in Florida. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it was. But so it's funny though that that's what flushed out the idea that there's a rat. Yeah. Because it wasn't him. Um, but it's funny like. It's 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 like the game whatever that fucking game is, where you try and guess who's the fucking rat. Oh, all those board mafia? games. Yeah, my, like mafia yeah. and shit like mafia that. Mafia or like there's a vampire hunter one. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. upon or what's the werewolf? Werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, werewolf. What's the game though? Werewolf. Play? No, the little phone. One game. night ultimate werewolf. But what's the phone yeah. game with the astronaut kids? Oh, oh, um, Among Us. No, yeah, Among Us. Yeah, yeah, Among Us. Is that it? Yeah, yeah it's Among Us. I've so actually it, never played it, but yeah, that's the. It immediately made me think of like in that jail cell. Made me think of those games because like <laughs> yeah. he just says he's like, well, so one of these is fu- a fucking rat. An imposter. And everybody just goes <laughs> it's like, imposter. Yeah, imposter. <laughs> antipasta. We got antipasta for dinner tonight, honey. But I just like the stress that that builds in that room. It's just like fuck somebody in here and you gotta like prove you're not but you can't be too overly mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh you are that's real life mafia and that would fucking be terrifying um uh i think the only other thing that i that we could talk about is the ending of al pacino and kind of where he accepted mm-hmm. that he was and his like family shit so, okay, my, one question maybe for you. This is how we'll get into it. One question for you guys is, uh, so he lied to him initially by saying, like, why didn't you know that, that was an FBI boat? Wasn't it not an FBI boat? And he was just saying that just to see if he could get a reaction out of him to see if he's the No, rat? it was. It was a Fed boat. 
Oh, it was? I thought later, like, when they were sitting on the bench or whatever, like, he just kind of said, hey, like, sorry that I tried to, or sorry that I tried to pull that on you when they're on the dock or something like that. I thought he was saying, like, sorry I tried to pull that quick one on you. Um, it's not actually a fed boat. Um, I was just trying to see if you're, like, that was, was the point. No, was it, uh, that was just Lefty being insecure and being like, mm, I'm okay. just like, that was just his him doing that typical thing where he brings something up and then he, Donnie Brasco brings it back up and he's like, no, no, what are you doing? Forget about that. Um, and so one on the flight back to New York, Donnie sees the magazine that, that, that yep. he later shows him. Yep. Yep. And so it was, and that's the okay. boat that they said that they use where people dress up. This is cancelable offense now, unless it's <laughs> true, <laughs> but um, people would dress up as Muslims and try to, bribe political officials on that boat is how they got that boat mm, because the government already it. had the boat okay because the government wasn't going to pay for a brand new boat yeah okay but yeah so so then when he did that so that's when al pacino found out that he kind of was the rat well yes he covered his tracks he, he a little was, bit but it was he, very he was, suspicious he was unconvinced I, I think donnie yeah. was able to do enough to be left to be like okay whatever he's not Oh. And like it, it, it was, it was the situation where like that was another lefty, one where he played it really fucking well. He was yes. like, "Lefty, if they were trying to snuff out these guys, they were trying to snuff out us. So obviously, the first available boat I could get is an FBI boat to try and snuff us out." And Lefty was like, "Damn, that makes sense." <laughs> and like <laughs> I, that I does a lot make of facts. Is Lefty yes, didn't want to facts. believe. Yeah, that does. I'd be like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. you, you, you Damn. are, yep. you are a G. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of that was why Lefty was convinced seemingly so easily was he didn't want to believe that Donnie was. Uh, okay. So I was, and so he's just like, okay, that's a good defense. You're right. You're not. And so he and was, so, then, so he was yeah. fairly convinced by the end. Yep. Okay. That I think makes more sense for when he was yelling at him to don't talk. Um, yeah, because if he knew that he was kind of the rat, then he probably would be like, "Fuck, we're fucked." Yeah, yeah, and that that scene with with them at their little hangout and the FBI, the two FBI guys, the Mormon guy and the other guy, just wa- waltz in. They're like, "Look at this, fess up now, Donnie. He was a rat the whole time. He's been an FBI agent for his whole life." And they're just like, they leave, and they're just like. No, he's not. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, not Donnie. Couldn't be not Donnie. Donnie. Donnie's one of the good ones. Come on They're now. Like, forget about it. It couldn't possibly be Donnie. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. They had, he had him all convinced. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was baller. And a, such a good exit for him. Yeah, for sure. That was a good, that was a well-run operation. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh... I wonder what their goal was going into it and what they... Like whether they far exceeded their goal, or if they kind of nailed it on the head or came up short, but um, I would say the goal of any of these are to try to arrest and put away for life the highest up person they possibly can get. Yeah, and so if they are in like a position where they're like, okay, this guy's either gone too deep or they're gonna find him out soon, they're like, let's just cut our losses and we'll take some of these lower level guys some of the captains and we won't get the main boss yep it was called the kingpin strategy and it never worked there's mm-hmm. actually there's a ton of crime statistics that go behind it and they found that the kingpin strategy actually led to like what they called like a medusa's reaction where when you and kill it makes the sense because yeah yeah just, when you kill the kingpin you make two new kingpins when you kill the two new pink kingpins, you make four new kingpins. You're just creating a bunch of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, then, yeah and then it probably gets way worse. And so that was the whole war on drugs failing was this whole kingpin strategy backfiring big time. But I mean, it sounded like they didn't just go after the kingpins. They went after the mid levels, which would more destabilize it because they're more of the foundation than the than the actual kingpin and frankly they are the ones that are committing like these real crimes because once you get to that level of yeah um 
like head boss, head of the family, like, like you're chopper. not, your, your hands aren't really getting that dirty. You're telling other people to get your hands dirty and it's hard to tie that back. Well, maybe yeah. not literally dirty, but yeah, you're still tied to, that's where like they give like the guy that Kanye wanted to free where they were like free this guy, Hoover or whatever, like Larry Hoover. Larry mm-hmm. Hoover had like hundreds of hundreds of deaths to tied to his name. Yes. Even though he was the top dog that didn't do probably any of those, like many of those. Yeah, he didn't pull the trigger himself, but yeah. he told others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by they weren't actually like I, I mean it their literally. Like they yeah. weren't literally getting their hands dirty and like killing people. Yeah, and it's funny to think that <laughs> then you're more safe, <laughs> like from the FBI's perspective, if you're not going for this kingpin strategy, that you are now the top dog, so now you are more safe because of what killing you does. Yeah, I I don't know if they've like fully bought into that necessarily. I, I think they would, they still, like, their targets are still like those head guys. Yeah. I could be wrong on that, but. Um. Well, I think that's about all I have. Mm-hmm. Other than, did you guys see? So, <clears throat> this is just a funny note that at the very beginning, like, you know how, like, they had those little uh, shots of the typewriter and it was like Pistoni writing his story or like writing his uh, statements. Um, during one of them, they're like or the very first one where like you meet Lefty and he was like typing and he was just like, "This is called Lefty, aka one left, aka two left," and then it said, "aka horsecock." <laughs> and no, was, I did not yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that made me laugh so funny. hard because <laughs> it just was so different from all the rest. It was like, "Call him Left, Lefty, one left, two left, horsecock." <laughs> I was just like, "That's hilarious." That's very funny. Horse <laughs> cock. So funny. I just think it's funny that they included it. I want to kind of yeah. read this book now. I feel like this book would be. Super yeah, I bet it'd be pretty interesting. All right. All righty. Yes. Let's get to some scores here. Um, from the aggregators, a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. And son of a gun, Metacritic wasn't popped up there. Usually I'm more prepared than that. Um, and a. And is 76 on Metacritic. Um, whoa, that's crazy. User score on Metacritic is a 3.0. I don't know what that's out of, if it's out of, but it's red. It's like mainly negative. Yeah, no, that's out of 10. It's got a 3.0 out of 10 from a user score on Metacritic. Why is Metacritic so bad sometimes? <laughs> that's probably like four people. 300 negative, 15 mixed, 159 positive. Wow. That's actually enough to be crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. Huh. People are weird. That, yeah, that's bizarre. That is not what I was expecting from those ones. Um, well, I think I actually I watched this movie last night and I did not give it a rating because I was very up in the air. But I think I'm going to kind of land where I was leaning last yeah, night. I'm very curious because I'm in the same position. Mm. I didn't have a score after I watched it, and I still don't have a score. I think yeah, it's going to. I mean, bleh. it's it's tough because I I do can kind of compare it to some of these other mafia movies, and I think a lot of them do it better. Like I think The Departed is a little bit better than this, maybe even like nine points better is what I'm going to call it. I'm going to give this one a 77. I literally have no idea. I'm just going to say an 80. I have no fucking clue. Like I would rewatch this movie again. But I wouldn't be gunning to rewatch it, but it's not a bad movie. It's like a very solid movie, but there are other movies I'd probably watch again before it. But I have no idea. It could honestly, for me, it could fit anywhere from 77 to 84 or 76 to 84. It could fall anywhere in the boat. And so I'm just going to average out at 80 just because I have no idea what to give it. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> are you calculating where your score is going to put the average? No. I can't believe you said that last week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy that that happened last week. Because that's exactly what I would have given it. Um, No, I see that's where like it doesn't work for this one. Because like I would to to average it out where I would want it to be. I'd have to give it like a really high score. So it's my 110. (laughs) I don't even know what the math would be, but it'd probably be like a um, I'm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm between an 85 and a 90 again on this one. Same as last week. Um, uh, fuck. 85. I think I just slightly lean towards the... 
It's hard because it, it, it was a good range. movie. It was such like, a good movie. Don't get us wrong. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You should watch it. Yes. It's just one of those where you watch it once and you're like, wow, I'm glad I watched it. And you don't really, your life hasn't changed too much. You're not gunning to see it again. It's just a movie where you're like, I, at least I spent two hours and 15 minutes enjoying my time. But I'm probably not going to do it again, at least at any point in the future. If I'm going to rewatch a gangster movie, it's probably not this one. But I'm still really fucking glad I watched it because it kind of shook mm-hmm. up and was a different perspective mm-hmm. on the life. Um, like if they It's just, a good notch in the belt. Yeah, it's a great notch in the belt. Love that. Yep. All righty, so that is an average score of 81 for Donnie Brasco. Next up, we're actually going to skip the guest special. We're going to do the guest special at the end of the month to kind of get back on track here. Um, So it's going to be my pick again next. And pulling back the curtain, after some deliberation and clearing it with my fellow co-hosts, we are watching 1959's Ben Passion of the Christ. (laughs) No, no. That was the other option. The other option was uh, Passion of the Christ if... um, any listeners are out there are of the Christian faith. It is Holy Week when this episode, when this next episode is released. So I think that's a good tie-in. Ben Hur, after a Jewish prince is betrayed and sent into slavery by a Roman friend in first-century Jerusalem, he regains his freedom and comes back for revenge. Um, starring Charlton Heston, a um, bunch of other people that were probably big at the time but not big now, because um, they're dead. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Um I I don't know. I I've I've seen everywhere that this movie does have something to do with the life of Christ. Um I don't I've never seen it. I I don't really know about it. I think maybe it's this story is happening in concurrence with it and it the guy who plays Jesus in this is uncredited, so I don't know how even how big of a role that has or not. So, um but I've heard it's one of the great American movies of all time. It's on AFI's um, top 100 movies, 100 movies, 100 years list. Um, won 11 Oscars, tied for the most Oscar wins of all time. Um, top rated 183 movie on IMDb. Jesus, roll um, the carpet out for it, will you? Come on. Streaming on HBO Max. The other big thing there, we don't have to pay for it if you have HBO Max. Love it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm Three and a half hours. Sage is going to break it up over like 20 different viewings, which is totally fair. Could not 0% chance could do in one sitting three sittings at least it's gonna be three or four <laughs> now that you say that i'm gonna have to give it a shot i'm gonna try and do it in one sitting oh for sure i'm, I'm definitely i am gonna do it in one sitting I, I might have to have a little intermission but i'm gonna try and do it in one sitting it's gonna be you, so long though what's the longest movie you guys have ever watched in one sitting justice league probably oh what was that again four hours mm. i can't oh remember. man i don't um, think i did that in one sitting i think that was two i watched the ten commandments from 1956 that's three hours and 40 minutes in one sitting oh i watched apocalypse now extended cut that was like three and a Mm. half that was in the theater too so i couldn't how long is return of the king that's like a little extended it's like four yeah not extended okay i've I've done extended four hours and 10 minutes return of the king so that's gonna be my longest because i watched that in the theater oh yeah that's so long (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> four hours yeah, and ten minutes is so long. Extended version is the longest I've ever watched. Um, and when I watched the Ten Commandments, by the way, I didn't even pause it, be- mainly because I have it on 4K, and my 4K player, for whatever reason, I can't figure it out. I, I don't understand why, but if you pause the movie or even rewind the movie, this like the sound gets off and like the sound doesn't play, and you have to like reset and like re go into the input for the sound bar. It's bizarre. So I. Like when I start a movie on physical, I like am going to watch that entire movie. <laughs> it makes it hard if I I'm like okay, get my bathroom breaks in, get all the food I want. Makes it tough, but we press on. No, oh, you give up. Wow, this, this <laughs> might be the longest movie that we've done on here, though. Yes, let's see. Zach, oh, Snyder's. it's Justice League. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is four hours and two minutes, so it is not the longest movie. It's the longest well, movie Tate has done on here. But I did yeah. see Justice League. Yeah, Justice League was fucked up. <laughs> I remember committing an entire day. 
because I just like couldn't sit for four hours. Like I would watch an hour, pause it, and like go take Wesley for a walk, and then come back and watch it for an hour, and then make lunch, and then watch it for and like, see what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> the last hour. <laughs> Deck it out. Leave it in. You Leave did. that in. <laughs> I will keep that in because you didn't fully cut oh, out, but you went very robot. My God, <laughs> Where I did I cut it. out? <laughs> like through it all. <laughs> <laughs> like all of it. After you said I like would watch an hour and I go take a walk. <laughs> Alrighty. If you would like to reach out to us, you can uh, find us on email gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram gd4gd.movies Twitter gd4gd underscore movies leave us a 5 star rating on Spotify a 5 star rating and review on Apple Podcasts ratings, reviews, anywhere that podcasts take reviews on their podcatchers and if not if not you can forget about it if not you can forget about it you backed me into a corner here (laughs) and if not you can forget about it All right, we'll catch you next week at the movies. people around but i may have gone too far in a few places hey everybody we're all gonna get late i was gonna say and if not you're total fugazi you're fugazi i was gonna say if not i'll grab your cock (laughs) (laughs) that would have been better (laughs) (laughs) that's very funny yeah that would have been funny